0: Is Snoke actually this character? Is this the beginning of Snoke? May the Force. Force. The Force. 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 The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Each week, we dive into two topics from the galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? I'm great. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about and or season two... It's kicking off filming soon, what that means, and where Andor is going next, as well as Snoke in Andor. We've got more details than you think on this fan theory, so let's jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Andor, this Andor is like the only show that got early on confirmed for a season two. Like They were talking about a season two when they announced it, really. Yep. And the reason that they went with a season two instead of like multiple seasons afterwards was Tony Garroy saying, uh, if they did it where they did every year is on a season, he was like, I'm going to be in a senior home and Diego Luna will be like 50. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they went with this kind of layout of things. But we do have some details on Andor season two. And I really want to discuss this.
1: Well, we know that filming begins November 21st for season two. Woo!
0: Yes. Coming right up. It, it actually is. It's the Monday before Thanksgiving that they're going to be kicking off the filming of season two. And there's been tons of, tons of details coming out about this. It's going to eventually lead up to Rogue One. And this is what I think gives them the opportunity to be a lot more free to explore different things because we know the characters are going to die eventually. We know where the character's going to end up. We know what steps he takes to ultimately get to the end in Rogue One. So they don't have to figure that out. Mm -mm. They have to figure out why Andor is doing the things he's doing. And that gives them a lot to work with.
1: Mm -hmm. And they also have to figure out what is the probably wildest way for us to, A, get this character through all of this (laughs) development... While also giving the most wild story we could probably see,
0: mm-hmm. I, I, I can't remember who on Twitter said this, but someone said it may have been Eckhart's Ladder, it may have been uh, someone else in the community, but they were like, at the end of Andor, well, with, with the two seasons that we're going to get, we're going to have spent more time with Cassie and Andor than any other character in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Which is pretty freaking awesome. I would question that, though. Maybe with the Clone Wars, we probably see a little bit more details on, like, Anakin. But maybe not. I think we're just seeing a lot more. And we're definitely seeing a deeper character growth and development on a single character in Andor Mm -hmm. than the Clone Wars. Because the Clone Wars is this whole big story around the Clone Wars. And Andor is literally Andor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So there's a lot going on there. And I think one of the biggest things that I, I was so pumped about, they're going on a second push for promotion around Andor. I, I want your thoughts on this. Yeah. Online, it is not necessarily a very well discussed show. Mm. And it's one of the like lower watch experiences for a Disney Plus show. Which I find fascinating, Mm -hmm. considering the quality of it. If this wasn't Star Wars and it released somewhere else, like that would be like if it was released on like HBO or Netflix or anything like that. I could see this being like one of the top shows. Hmm. So it's it's interesting on that side of things. But I've had more discussions in real life around Andor than I have on any other show. That's where the real tire-hits-the-road situation is. Like, where Andor is really going to succeed is in these real-life discussions. Like, I, I had a conversation. Where were we? Now, it was Halloween at a pizza shop. Yeah. There was uh, an Anakin and a Padme that were, were there. <laughs> we were waiting to get our pizza. And I obviously... they, they These were like handmade costumes. Like yeah. they put a lot of time and effort into it. So I was like, how are you enjoying Andor? And the dude's like, the best show ever. <laughs> Literally had a conversation at a pizza place in a random town in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And we had a discussion on Andor. So it may not be the biggest like online show, but it definitely is very, very cool to have those discussions, really deep discussions too. If you're listening to this, definitely let us know your thoughts on what we've been talking about in this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube in the comments below, or hey, contact uplinkpodcast.com.
1: I think the fact that it is Disney and that it is on Disney Plus, it lends itself to I would say almost the wrong platform. Like, that is not where this kind of show has ever been. Like, we've never Mm -hmm. seen something like Andor on Disney Plus. So, I just don't think that it's something that people are going on Disney Plus for. Yeah. That's a good point. I think people are just not expecting.
0: Uh I've been trying to convince my brother to watch it, and he's like, oh, it's Star Wars. It's on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, this is like the best television show on TV right now, period.
1: It's almost like people would take it more seriously if it was on something like HBO. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, totally. On if something this... more like of a more known for mature like content or like yeah, yeah like yeah, mm-hmm. just this higher level sort of thing instead yeah. of oh, Disney Plus. Oh, it's Disney
0: Plus. My kids Disney watch Plus. that. All yeah. The time. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's safe for kids.
0: Yeah. So. I don't Maybe. know about that. <laughs> I don't Andor. know. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the the owner of the coffee shop that we went to this morning to get Sydney the Victory Coffee, um, I, I I convinced him to start watching it too. And I came in yesterday to get a burrito, and he's like, "I start," so I started an Endor show. I was like, "How are you how are you liking it?" And he's like, "It's dark." <laughs> it's like yes, it
1: is, and it's not something that you would expect from mm-hmm. Disney.
0: Yeah, he's like, I was not expecting that, but it's really good too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think that's fascinating. And then switching gears a little bit to the like the next iteration of, of Andor Season 2, there was an interview with Tony Gilroy that I want to bring up into this conversation. It has a couple things that I find very fascinating with it. One, he identifies, and I think Season 2 is going to be a lot more of a... Uh, We're going to hit some highlights in the Star Wars universe because we are taking those big time jumps. One planet we're going to go to is Yavin, Tony Gilroy says, and it's the same team that's working on it. And they're adding someone else to the team, which is Tom Bissell, who was uh, the lead writer on Gears of War four and Gears of War five.
1: That's so exciting!
0: Another <laughs> like another huge tie in into video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I submitted for a panel at Star Wars Celebration on how video games impact Star Wars, and hopefully we get it. And if we do, I'm definitely bringing this into it because I think it's it's fascinating how connected Tony Gilroy is with the video game side of Star Wars and just video games in general. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't go to the person that wrote Westworld or the, the someone on like the Game of Thrones team. He went with Gears of War. And this is what he says about Tom Bissell. Tom Bissell is really cool and a really really interesting versatile really good writer. <laughs> Uh, He's also a very, very big Star Wars fan, which we really wanted to make sure we had another pro because we're going into Rogue One and we're going to Yavin. And then we're going into places that we eventually need to really weave our way back to the source. So Tom came in and he's been great. So he's got some episodes, too.
1: I'm so excited. I feel like video game creators and story writers are just on a different level because they know how to Mm -hmm. make a puzzle, break it, and put it all back together. Yeah. I think that's what they specialize at. And that sounds exactly like what they would need. Mm
0: -hmm. And a deeper level of storytelling, really, because in a video game you have like 40 to 60 hours to work with, which is similar to like television. Mm -hmm. Like you have like, if if Andor came out as a, a movie, you have- max two and a half hours though like avatar the new avatar movie is like three hours and 10 minutes so like and that's pushing it like no one's gonna really sit in a theater that long really but like we're watching Andor piece by piece and after that we're gonna do like a binge of it and just kind of go through it like as like a big experience but like you get more time with these characters because you have i mean we have nine episodes now we're probably nearing maybe seven hours of content You're not going to sit in a movie theater for seven hours to get the same level of storytelling. And it's very similar to that video game style of of kind of... storytelling mm-hmm. much slower you get to build out these characters you get to have the experience and you put your I, that's what I think is so great about video games and the stories that you can tell in video games is the ability to put your player in the story and it, we feel like when Andor is trying to get information from Andy Circus's character we feel the stress of it and we feel his anger and and we feel Andy Circus's. Fear of mm-hmm. someone listening, and then the realization that no one's listening. Yep, no one cares. And I think never out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, before we jump into uh, the other topic of the podcast, I do want to mention and get your thoughts on where do you think season two is going to go? So I, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how he uses the structure of what they set up with or season one, where we do have these time jumps, but it's like unnoticeable you're going to notice these time jumps in season two i would assume
1: Mm -hmm. i'm really not sure honestly i don't quite i mean i need to see rogue one again Mm -hmm. that's just the fact of it yes um
0: (laughs) we just just need to make this happen
1: yes we do but we've been kind of holding off because you want to watch everything all together i would
0: but honestly we should probably just just watch watch rogue one too yeah (laughs) I, I can watch Rogue One. When it came out, I watched it like 11 times in oh a row. Oh gosh. <laughs> That's how much I love it. Wow. Uh yeah.
1: Um so yeah, I kind of need to rewatch it to fully understand this mental state that Cassian is in. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like once I know that, then I'll have a better like I sense at least of what he needs to go through to become that person. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how these time jumps are gonna go. I'm assuming we're just gonna be pinpointing on more rebel activity or like how he's getting involved there Mm -hmm. or just like how these
0: I think so I think by the end of this season we're going to see him in the rebellion yeah and then the next season uh, probably he's going to be in these key moments for the rebellion which Mm -hmm. is why we have to go back to the source as Tony Gerwig put it of like yes we have and or in the in the rebellion now now it's time to show what they really do and how dark the rebellion actually is Mm -hmm. and also how terrible the empire is at that same time
1: Yeah. I kind of get the feeling that we're going to see both sides of, mm-hmm. like, the the decency yeah. that the Empire can bring, but also how horrible it really mm-hmm. is. And then we're also going to see kind of the darker sides of the Rebellion as well, especially in mid to early-ish moments of it. Like, I yeah. feel like we're going to end up – the whole thing is gray, and I feel like <laughs> it's just – we're going to be seeing that a lot. And although yeah. we're going to still root for the Rebellion, it's going to be a lot more, like – Heavy and dark mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just gonna be a wild ride. I'm ready for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am too. um And then, kind of mentioning mentioning that a little bit. I mean, the most recent episode of Andor, episode nine, no one's listening exclamation point! Mm-hmm. oh so good. so good, so good.
1: We both looked at each other when he said the thing. We're like, <gasps> oh my god, he gosh. said the thing. <laughs> we love when that
0: happens. Yeah. Why I mention this is we have a very deep understanding of how the empire is working and then we also get introduced to like andy circus just giving the performance of his life here like he is so good Mm -hmm. and when you talk about andy circus there's this fan theory going around and i do want to mention it is is snoke actually this character is this the beginning of snoke i want to i first off (laughs) I don't think so, but I do want to give us the ben- give it the benefit of the, mm-hmm. the doubt, and like discuss this, and really give it the the time it it should have to just give this a shot. Andy Serkis is, says in an interview, "No, this is a, a unique character. It's this very one off. Like this is this is the character. It doesn't lead into something else. So there is that, but." I mean, maybe time time timelines would work out for that. Like he, Andrew Circus is in like his fifties, maybe sixties. By the time we see Snoke and the Force Awakens, he's quite old. As we find out in the Rise of Skywalker, there are many clones of this dude. Like he was definitely he was built up according to that movie. Um, He was built up by Palpatine as a, a puppet to kind of weave in how what Palpatine wants in this new new world order galaxy wide the is it the fir- the first order mm-hmm. the final order um timelines would work out pretty well if this is if that's what they were going with and uh on this topic Andy Circus quote still wants to delve into Snoke's backstory and then confirms Le- Kino Loy which is the guy in Andor, that I always forget his name, Kino Loy, is not related to the Supreme Leader. <laughs> Talking with Jake's takes about his new Star Wars role, Kino Loy, a surly but noble manager on the prison of Narkeena 5. Quote, I was very concerned for the fans, their rumor mills, the Snoke theories would start flooding in, and people would be sort of starting to piece together. Well, is Kino Loy related to Snoke? And I have to tell you, he's not. And let's just put that to bed, and everyone can have can just not go down that route. Uh, (laughs) But why not? It's it's fun. I like that they confirmed that. Hey, it's not happening because if it was a tie into Snow, it definitely takes away from like just like Andy Serkis just being an incredible actor in Mm. this show. Good gravy.
1: Uh, I definitely think that we're going to see. Is it Kino Loy? Yep. We're gonna see Loy at not make it out of this thing and i just say that is that is
0: it's a travesty open
1: open the floodgates for all the fanfics because my gosh that's gonna be great (laughs) (laughs) he's not making it out and he's gonna be taken his body will be taken to the empire and it will be it's not it's not snoke but it could be parts of kino loy that it makes snoke
0: oh my gosh Ah! is kino loy snoke (laughs) Does he die? And then the pieces of him come and he's like the base of the... Like, is he the Django fed of this Snoke clone?
1: All I'm saying is that Aloy is pretty puppet-like. He can be kind of made to think whatever he needs to be made to
0: think. <laughs> um, but he continues on. And... Uh, that he notes that he did not deeply consider the possibility that his two characters could somehow be related, but he did have concerns that his presence in the series would lead to that sort of speculation. Quote, I think it's an amazing piece of work, I really do. Tony Gilroy is such a masterful storyteller. I loved Rogue One, and when he approached me to do it, I just thought, oh, you know, I'm sure that people can let me be another character. Snoke is distant enough in terms of his appearance, his being, whatever he represents, that... this is the opposite end of the spectrum this is a human character he has a very strong grounding in his environment and he also continues on which i think this is this is one of the things that i really wanted to kind of bring into this discussion is he says quote i don't think we've seen enough of snoke i think people would love to see more snoke and i and really infill the lore behind Snoke because i think there's so much fertile ground that has yet to be covered two thoughts here Mm -hmm. one yes also, two. We need Andy Serkis in more real life human <laughs> roles because mm-hmm. he is incredible. I said two, but three. Uh, <laughs> I would be so down for this. I think this could be a really fun, almost like they could go like spy thriller. Almost like there's someone who has found out that Snoke is a is like a clone. Then the like we we could get Ian McDiarmid in this as Palpatine back. We could get Andy Serkis back as Snoke, which I think would be cool. Because I, I think they didn't really do a whole lot with his character. He got killed off in The Last Jedi and then ultimately revealed not to be real. I think there's a lot there. They could go into like the foundations of the First Order. They can go into details on why they wanted to go with Snoke versus just Palpatine coming back in the, in the first place. What does that look like? I think that could be cool. I think... I don't necessarily want to see anything after The Rise of Skywalker, but I would like to see more in this time period before. Because I think there's a lot, like he says, there's a lot of fertile ground there.
1: I would agree. I definitely think that Snoke is an interesting character. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I didn't get, I mean, personally, I didn't see enough of Snoke to be like, Really feeling like he was a threat.
0: That's kind of what I want. Right. I want like
1: I want. I do kind of think the backstory of Snoke and seeing his whatever rise or make us really fear for that. Yeah, dude. make us think that he is actually something to be feared because all we mm. see him do is be big and looming and yeah. sitting.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like really, there was no threat. There was just a big, bald, creepy-looking dude.
0: Did you think he was really big? Yeah. when When he first came on screen, I thought he was just a really big dude.
1: Oh yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. That was like a hologram though, yeah. or something. Yeah, and then yeah, they like totally they, he
0: like holograms out, and I'm like, what? Yeah, oh, I was like, oh my oh, gosh. Ben, what?
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Good to see that their technology is improving. But yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I legit thought he was just a really big same. Dude. Yeah, same. So yeah, I think uh, I think there could be a lot of really cool stories and details told with Snoke more. So I think he was a very interesting idea. I think that was one of the things that a lot of people weren't really happy about with The Last Jedi. Uh, I love what The Last Jedi was trying to tell. I didn't think it really told it quite as well as I would have wanted it to. But it's definitely one of my favorites, probably my favorite of the like the sequel series just because it tried to say hey you didn't have you don't have to be a Palpatine you don't have to be a a Skywalker to really change the universe and then they obviously changed that in the last one but I like that that's what the direction they were going with and I think with his death we lost a lot of what could have been Mm -hmm. and I would love to see that fleshed out more in like a prequel show or I, d- I don't think it would be a good movie but i think if you gave it the time necessary it could be a really cool show somewhat similar to like and or yeah. and like how you have this build up these really uh, like really good dialogue scenes and uh details on you can just put palpatine in that and everyone's gonna watch it period so it's gonna be do good but i think there's enough story there that they could do it great and then i want to get your thoughts with episode nine mm-hmm. no one's listening yes oh my gosh it is such a good show. Yes. Good gravy. It was so intense. It was another one of those where, like, you can tell when it's obviously going to end. But with that, I was like, there's no way. I, I keep on, like, they do so, they do pacing so good in this show. Mm-hmm. Every single episode, I'm like, it's not going to end. There's no way it could have been an hour already. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Wow. This episode, my gosh. Where does mm-hmm. it begin? I, like, I'm just, it's so. It's all meshed together right now.
0: Yeah. Um, it, I think we get... Uh, it's Bix. Mm. We see yes. Miro and Bix. Oh. There's an interview with yeah. the, um, the the actress. actress for Miro. And I it, it just really captures my thoughts on this. And she's just saying, hey, this is a woman in a man's world. But women can and are as vicious and as brutal and are capable of... As much, if not more, than men are in this universe. Like, yes, you're going to root for her, but you're also going to feel like, oh, I hate her at the same time. Mm -hmm. Just as you would feel with any other character. They've done such a good job of, like, setting up this really nuanced character with her.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got this, like, (laughs) she's got it down, guys. (laughs) She, woo can I just first say that she's one scary lady?
0: Oh my gosh. Um, they do such a good job with the lighting, too. They do. They All do. Of if, when you watch it again, pay attention to the lighting. The lighting really accentuates ex- ex- her features and makes her like very gaunt and very skeletal and very evil at the same time. They do a really good job of like backlighting and overhead lighting to really cast those shadows.
1: Yeah. They make her very sharp, and mm-hmm. it's unnerving. Um... <laughs> But seeing a woman in, his, in this authority, not torturer, but the one giving the authority to the torturer, yeah,
0: um, and also wanting it because like he, Bix yeah. is like, you won't believe me anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, She's you're right. like, yeah, you're right. I really just want to torture you.
1: You're just gonna get tortured anyway, so mm-hmm. get ready. But seeing a woman in that role, which we really don't see very much, mm-hmm. um, just. <laughs> It's just that much more unnerving. Like you would expect it from any man. You're like, okay, yeah, here we go. But another, but as like a scary woman doing this, it's like, (laughs) like it just gives you chills, and it just like makes you even more like, but it's true. Like you know, it's true. You know, Mm -hmm. in your mind, you're like, yeah, yeah. And she, like, I feel like a man would be like, okay, this is what just what I need to do. But for her, it's almost like.
0: She's enjoying it, mm-hmm. yeah. Every single moment, and it's a very cerebral, like torturing. Yes, we don't hear what she hears, but at the same time, like you just see the reaction. You you see, like we we've we've heard of Star Wars torture before. We've seen the probe droid. We've seen the Viper droid. Like go in, and like the audio drama version of like A New Hope. Like it's very like gruesome with the audio like landscape there. And then this, I, I would rather get stabbed by the Viper droid and like uh, cut up into pieces than whatever this is. Because this is like such a mind bend of a torture method. Like you, the other dude is just not recover. Like apparently he didn't recover from this. And it's like the wailing of dying children of this alien species that they've picked out the like most horrifying versions of. Oh my god! So
1: wrong. It's so twisted. Ugh.
0: <laughs> and then Andy Circus's character, so good. He he wants to like just put his head down, but then there's also these rumblings of what happened on level two. Mm-hmm. What happened on level two? What's going on here? Everyone like it's getting real and it's getting real quick, and nobody's getting out. Nope. And they don't find out about this until, um, the old older dude. Dies. He yep. has a stroke, yep. and the 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 health dude is not. He is not given the orders to save anybody. He straight up says, "Yeah, no, I can't save him. Like, I won't save him. Mm-hmm. They won't let me do this." But he's got a better, <laughs> a better hope and freedom than anyone else in here because they aren't letting anybody go. And then the realization. Going across Andy Circus's or Kino Loy's face once that once he hears that, of no matter how much time they put into this, they will not be getting out. And then the the best part was at the end. It's like how many how many soldiers are in each level? Not more than twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh yes, <laughs> here we go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking incredible. This show, oh my gosh, is it like it's like it is my favorite Star Wars. They could like crap out on the last three episodes and it would still be my favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not kidding when I say this is probably the best show on television right now. And it is definitely the best written and most well executed dialogue.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of going back to that scene, um, I just well kind of the the whole prison moment there in this episode uh, i just love seeing cassian being so savvy like he's uh-huh. so much like he just he can mold himself into any situation yeah but he also understands the empire just so well mm-hmm. he's like it doesn't matter like none of this really matters all that matters yeah, is yeah
0: everyone's freaking out I mean, and he's like they're he's not like, listening. They're not nobody's listening. listening no
1: one cares yeah
0: they do you think they would care if they put us here like we are literally Worth less than robots. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to listen to what we're saying right now? They have such a, an, like, an, uh, this pride and arrogance that they can't do anything. But also Andor is noticing the, the cracks in the system, like the elevator.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. How the elevator doesn't have the, was it the shocking? Yeah, doesn't, the, yeah.
0: Yeah. No shocking on the elevator mm-hmm. as it goes up and down. Yep. Um, as well as ways that they can and probably will next episode utilize all of these things. And he's even like cutting into the pipe in the bathroom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which is definitely gonna come into play. Yeah. I don't know how, but it will. Mm-hmm. Um and even just the way that he can manipulate the the team yes. right there. Like he he knows how to be most efficient. He knows how to switch mm-hmm. people around and he won't take the credit for it.
0: Yes. He so doesn't w- he does not want to shine. Uh huh. And he wants other people to take the heat off of him. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. Like, not want to be seen, but he knows exactly what to do. Like, he knows exactly how to make everything run the best. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So fascinating.
0: So good. Definitely someone with, like, uh, that will make it work and to get out of Mm -hmm. those situations.
1: He's like the underdog leader, the one Mm -hmm. who doesn't. He's like the best, like, I don't know what you call it, but like the sidekick sort of thing. But he is the leader, yeah. but he's... He'll he, tr- he's
0: pulling all the shots, but he wants other people to pr- be perceived as the leader.
1: Because mm-hmm. it's any misdirection mm-hmm. so that he can escape and that he's not ever pinpointed for anything. Yes. Just doesn't want to be seen.
0: It's so good. But he uh, knows how it works. Yes. Uh, I cannot wait to see what happens in the next episode and what... All of these pieces ultimately end up becoming mm-hmm. as I I, I I, love how he's even co- like they're talking in the hallways. He's talking with the other groups as well. Uh, like the one dude as the as the new person comes in, they're like they're identifying and analyzing how it works each time mm-hmm. and they know what's going to happen. They know how it works.
1: Yeah. And you see what he's doing. Like, he's mm-hmm. not just sticking to his cluster. Yeah. He is going around the room. Like, he knows that it's going to take everyone, and mm-hmm. we all can't just be isolated, and we can't be our, our little teams. We all have to be on the same page. Yeah. So it's good to see that he is branching out, and he's not just sticking to his cluster.
0: It's so good. hmm <laughs> I love this show so much. It it makes my heart and soul happy to see this kind of television in Star Wars and just done so well. But I think with that, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. We greatly appreciate your support. Let us know your thoughts as well in the comments section below if you're watching this on YouTube. Contact at Uplink Podcast for the email feedback as well as, hey, check us out on the social medias as well. At Star Wars Uplink on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Give us your thoughts. Let us know what, what you think. And... Uh, yeah, let, let us know. We'd love to hear your, your discussion pieces on Snoke, Andor Season 2, the most recent episode of Andor. Again, cannot wait to see how this goes. If you'd like to support us completely free, make sure you're subscribed for free wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on our YouTube channel with uh, deep dives, discussions, live streams, other news and uh, discussion videos, as well as the podcast on the video version, all at youtube.com slash at Star Wars Uplink. We've got the new handles now. It's all great. At Star Wars Uplink everywhere. You can listen to the show wherever you find podcasts. So if you want to start the show on YouTube and then go listen on your car or wherever, you can definitely do that. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find the show. As always, thanks for listening, and may the force be with you.